0: The Battle of the Willamette Weekly Podcast Update. We love, we love the Ocho. After last week's game, I we see a lot of nine balls, especially in Slack. But you know what this is? This is the 10th season of the Battle of Willamette Podcast. Good to have the crew back. The mojo was low last week, but we got through it. Uh... My guys, CJ and Justin, we are uh got the full crew. Happy to have Kamish back uh back with us. I'd like to say, tell me how you've been doing, but let's just jump into the first
1: game. How you guys feel? Well, I want to just say thanks to uh Irish Puddles for stepping in last, you know, last minute. That was good. You guys figured it out, got it all done. That was great. Just we to did. throw that out there.
2: We did, and I guess. The week before was he got me, and I didn't thank him. But uh, last week we had the the sober Irish puddles. We didn't know about that. We would have probably gone a different direction. Didn't know that uh, Irish people did sober October. So,
0: yeah, I was I was hoping for like a loose episode of drunk history with Irish puddles. Like he really sold it to me pre-show. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be picking some fights with. I don't know if that's an Irish. Pirate or what? But he was. I was like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be it." And then you know, the other guy showed up. So, but glad we glad we we're able to have a show. Glad uh, he stepped in. That was great.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Irish Puddles.
0: Thanks, IP. All mm-hmm. right. Week seven recap. Back to uh back to the PowerPoint. I like it. First game we're gonna look at Hook 'em Horns with Gore. And my guy, Duck Cowboy, CJ. After a hiatus and a, uh, a stressful Monday night, tell me about this game.
1: Yeah, one seventy-one to one twenty-one. Gore takes on the win and moves back into first place in the West. Gore, big, big day from Josh Jacobs with thirty-six points, with twenty-four touches and three touchdowns. Gore had all players but three that were at or near their projections. All but two in double digits. DC continues with those quarterback troubles, only 15 from Jimmy G, a decent alley from the IDP with over 34. But it's been tough. It's a tough it's a tough few games for for Duck Cowboy. It's been rough.
2: No doubt. And hoping that I was going to get Swift back after the injuries and in a bye week. Uh, elected to not start Eno Benjamin. He goes off on the bench. So management situation for me. Turns out it wouldn't have mattered because Gore is doing what Gore does. And I don't think that anyone saw this type of season out of Josh Jacobs. Um, He was almost, I mean, you you could have given a fourth round pick and probably taken him over at some point. So um, Gore with the big day, it's just more bad news for duck cowboy depressing week. Uh, But I plan to turn it around this week.
1: Well, Josh Jacobs is 13th in the league in scoring. In our league. So he is having a decent year. It's something that I never thought we would see. I don't
2: think anyone saw it coming.
0: Wash. Wash is what the boys told me. So don't pick him up. It's wash. So (laughs) bell cow got a new, got some new lingo coming back from slack. So bell cow and Josh Jacobs, Uh, moving on to the second game of the week. This was, uh, this was hotly contested by one of our, uh, Most uh, busy slackers out there, we got uh, he got me versus the new guy, Slumlord.
1: Yeah, 109 to 97. So another low scoring game. This is another, this is probably the second loss. We did have another one that was, uh, I think it's slightly lower than this. But he got me, gets the win. Um, He squeaks by it. And mainly with Pacheco emerging in Kansas City uh, is the big difference of 17.9 points. But for Slumlord, it was just brutal. Gallup drops an egg. Brady continues to underwhelm with just over 10 points. It's It's been ugly for Slumlord. I think he's got injuries. He's got all kinds of challenges there. You know, things might turn around when Deshaun comes on. But Slumlord continues to lead the league in points from the draft. But Gore is only 11 points behind, so it's getting closer. He got me leads the league in points from trades. So he's got that going for him. But he got me takes this win. In a week where any other matchup he had, he would have lost. And he moves to four and three. So, no matter how upset he is on Slack and all that stuff, he's four and three and gets a win with 109 points. So, I'm really not sure what he's complaining about. Exactly my thoughts. I was
2: kind of, you guys probably noticed, but I was out, uh, a lot of travel, not on Slack too much over the last three days. I hear angry, angry. He got me. I take a look and he's got another W. So I think that just might be kind of par for the course for him. I think the, the angry, he uh, ends up with the W's, but slum with the egg from, uh, from Michael Gallup, just really underperforming team right now. And uh, I don't know, that's a toilet bowl.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised by that, by what's going on with slum Lord. I think he's doing his best to manage his way out of it, but, it's rough. I mean, he needs to, we'll, we'll see if even Deshaun Watson can play still. We don't even know that. I mean, maybe there's some, there's some good coming.
2: Well, and he was a good sport with it, but we all know that Pacheco only was started because of the, the word that he got me got that he was going to be the starting running back. None of that mattered. It was the 136 return yards that actually put up all those points (laughs) Out, out outside of that. I think he went for eight rush attempts for 43 yards wouldn't have mattered. And he wouldn't have been in his lineup if that little uh, tidbit didn't come out. So luck, whatever it is, he got himself a W with 109 points. All I can say is
0: slumlord could have had Hill could have turned the tide this week. You never know moving on (laughs) next matchup. Our guy, former host last week, Irish Puddles, still working. Sober October versus our guy up north, the Electrocutioner, the Double
1: Horns.
0: Not a uh, not a great turnout. CJ, how did IP do?
1: Yeah, 186 to 142. Maybe this silver October is a thing to do. He's won every game in October. He's got four (laughs) straight. So, so far, so good. But this fourth win in a row came behind 43 points from Mahomes, 36 from Eckler. Nuke returns this week, gives him 20. You know, I just, it's it's crazy to see that happen. It was a great game. Kind of killed me a little bit. And then Chase did have a huge game with 33 three points. He had decent outings, um, Electric Kushner did, with Evans, Alave. who both had 18 and 17. But it just wasn't enough. You know, there was a lot of um, points coming out of that, that IP team. It's just a solid team that, you know, has, has a really high floor with some of the players he's got. But IP leads the league in overall points now. He leads in keeper points offensive points tight end points and defensive back points and <laughs> Eckler is now the top scoring player non-quarterback in the league through seven weeks but this is just another tough tough loss for Electro who's hanging in there he's being positive but being one in six where that's a tough that's tough to be one in six trust me I know
2: Yeah, and I know as well, and honestly, it wasn't a bad output for him. It's just one of those games where he would have beaten many, many other franchises this week, uh, and he just happened to go up against the Irish, and uh, it's good, I guess, for him to see Chase have that big game. You'd like to have just more consistency instead of the ups and downs with everything from the Bengals. I think everyone who has a piece of that receiver core is feeling the exact same way, Um, Yeah. And uh, it's just kind of tough to predict. It's also kind of tough to predict. And again, with these return yards, when Gibson ends up with 25 points on his bench, not that it really mattered. Who let the dogs out?
0: Who let the dogs out? Uh, what do you guys is is Herbert is he slumping right now? I feel like with with uh, the full full assortment of wide receivers out there last week against the uh, was it against the Sea Chickens that. They just, I mean, my Mike, Mike Evans got what he needed to get. He could have got a little bit more, but uh, I just didn't feel like the outputs there for Herbert anymore. He's not, uh, he's not a burger guy anymore.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I kind of, I know that when he was injured and banged up, because the first couple of games, I believe he did pretty well, but I know well, that um, ever, ever since the injury, the ribs, it's been, yeah, and it's been all because the first two games he had thirty three um 25 and then after the injury it's been it's he's definitely been declining a little bit but i think they've been leaning on eckler and i think they like it well
0: i, I do not <laughs> yeah I got, I got big number 81 on the outside there for a reason and won't have him next week so well, you
2: you had him but yeah, i do I, I, I do think that they ran into some pretty good defenses too yeah, and true. I think that when that's the case, they they lean on the runs. Pretty well-rounded team. Um, that Denver de- defense in the corners that they have two weeks ago was was a bad case, but maybe it is a bye week here coming up for him. He gets a little healthy and he'll be back. Uh, anyone could put up burgers against Atlanta.
0: Nice. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, and I missed a I missed a joke there two sessions ago. I wanted to say to Slumlord. You picked up Brady, but he's not giving you burgers for everyone else from the league. From previous, wanted to bring a call back to our guy <laughs> with the burgers.
1: Yeah, it so, means nothing to Slumlord, but right? means but a lot Boston, to the rest of us.
0: <laughs> Boston Mobster had to have him, Tommy. Moving on, game four. We're looking at a uh, very, very good products. And a very good Tony Triples threat. Very good game. CJ? Yeah,
1: 197 to 123. Products wins big. Uh, Not sure how that's a good game, but you know what? You're the host. You can say what you want. So, Products, Burrow shows up with a 50 burger. Huge game. The running game with Chubb and Stevenson dominates with over 45 points from those two guys. And Roquan just keeps going with 20 plus points. He's ranked 17th overall in scoring and is the only (laughs) IDP player in the top 25. The streaky hardman leads the way for Tony's triple threat with 28.4. Can't count on that every week. And with Lamar and Andrews combining for just over eight points, that killed Tony. He was used to getting 70 out of those guys or 60 or whatever. But you know what? Products is doing great. He's scoring points when his team starts scoring points like they did on offense. He leads the league in IDP and kickers, so he's got those things locked down. So when his team finally pulls it together, it's just easy win for him. Brutal loss of Brees—you know, with Brees Hall going down—that's going to be tough for Tony. I think also trading away AJ Brown for um, an injured running back is also going to be brutal for him. Um, It's going to be tough for a conservative team. But what do you guys think? I'm shocked each and every year
2: that somehow Products goes back to the Roquan Smith fountain of youth and rides him like a horse week in and week out. That guy puts up 25, 28, 30 points sometimes. It's crazy how much that is just the ultimate eraser for everything else on his team. Then when everyone hits, they hit. So they all hit this week and uh, is looking is looking really good. It is interesting that um, Pittman Jr. is going to have a new quarterback going forward here. Um, we'll get to see a, a young guy, Ellinger. I haven't seen much of him, but uh, it looks like Ryan is out in, uh, in Indianapolis, and, and, and in comes a new guy. We'll see what it does for Pittman Jr. But you couldn't be more correct. Brees Hall was the surprise, at least for me, through the first part of the season, to see how well he played and really the Jets as a whole. Um, they, uh, it's a big loss for Tony triple threat. Uh, there's an injury with Mark Andrews too. So is that injury going to be long-term is that stack of Jackson and Andrews? Was that really all of triple threat? We'll see if, uh, they put up a, you know, bad games like this. It might be L's in a loss column for, uh, for triple threat.
0: Uh, real quick, CJ. I, uh, I just want to do some fact checking on some of these numbers that you got. Did you run this past IP's algorithm? Because the seventeenth and the twenty-fourth, I'm. Can you just double check that those are all correct? Because I, I, I feel like there's some inconsistency coming through there.
1: Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to get in touch with IP and and get his rankings because they're, you know, pretty important to him. So I'm sure he's got them updated constantly.
0: I mean, it's an A plus, but I mean, your numbers are good too.
1: <laughs> missing some, missing some pluses.
0: Listen, one or two pluses. Yes. Yes. I
1: can't remember. Is there seven, eight, how many pluses are there? I think I it
0: keeps, know. I think it keeps growing every week with every win. Let's see if he, if he takes a plus off, if, if he loses again. That's, okay. yeah.
2: That's what we just took a T off of Tony for this week. So he's one T ah. down.
0: Tony t- t- just t- t- two tees. All right. Commish versus the Hawk. The next game we're looking at i know a lot of chatter out there over the weekend i know we previewed as as a pre pre toilet bowl but this this took everybody to the limit for stress and anxiety (sighs) cg have you recovered if you have tell us about it
1: well, you know, being 1-6, and six, you know, it's hard to recover from anything at this point. It just sort of is what it is. But 117-114, to Huckaback gets the win. Winning this ugly matchup, somebody had to win. Um, you know, but having Etienne and McLaurin finally having a legitimate game, both having their best game, he needed those. I had the three top scorers. I had three guys score over 20, but I also had three guys score... Less than 1.5. So it all balances out. Gus negative points ultimately sealed the victory for Hawk Attack. That killed me. I just can't believe it. This is my first one and 1-6 start. Um, and with all due respect to the league, I'm not going to make it to the toilet bowl. I'll make it to the toilet tournament. But I'm not making it to the toilet bowl.
2: <laughs> no, no, not at this point. You're not. <laughs> but, but what a funny game. The chatter was fantastic. The fact that you could have played Russell Wilson on a bye week and still ended up with a better score is incredible. <laughs> Dak, Dak Prescott, supposed to come back and see, be the savior, and he was a turd with 12 points. And Hawk Attack, what a lucky SOB. And maybe this is just you know, him staying optimistic, keeping his other up, always being active in the league. I mean, what a dog crap team. And all of a sudden overnight with injuries, it turns around in a hurry. James Robinson's now going to be the starter for the Jets. Uh, ETN has the backfield to himself. Uh, things are looking up for old, for old Hawk. I'll tell you that I'm playing him this next week. And uh, I thought it was kind of my get right week. <laughs> and in typical Hawk attack fashion and bad luck for DC. Uh, I'll now be taking on a much stronger team. So we'll see. But this was incredible. The fact that CJ really only put the kicker in there to stay out of the bag of dicks, which is commendable. (laughs) Thank you. And then for the kicker to go for 20 points and make this thing a game and really have an opportunity at the end. Fantastic theater for everyone to watch. Yeah. And
1: that game script was perfect for a kicker. Like even that last interception, they just decided just to give up and let the other team give it one more time or whatever. I should have won that. They should have given me one more field goal. I yeah, honestly though, even 10 minutes before or early on in the on Sunday, I had Judy in my lineup. I had um, Gus Edwards in my lineup, and I thought, I'm just getting cute. You know Russell's not in; it's not going to be good. And those guys combined for about thirty-four points. So, uh, you know, real bummer for old Bedonka Bronx. But you know what? Like this is a, and I'm not rebuilding; I'm retooling. By the way. Yeah, we
2: were. We reminded everyone last week when you were out. Don't worry.
0: Yeah. Needed, a, needed a retool week. It was. It was no big deal. It was. It was good. Like, I a
1: retooling season. <laughs>
0: Let's, let's take it back to Boise and just start, start retooling. And for those of you that are not on Slack in the secret channels, it's great stuff this week. Really great. stuff. <laughs> just teasing it out. Just teasing it out. Don't just, miss meetings. Don't miss meetings. You miss, you miss out on the you good.
2: Miss, you miss content.
0: You do miss the content. Hey, uh, CG, I did get word from a few people in the league that they are, um, reaching are you uh are you entertaining uh trades for this new kicker of yours
1: absolutely yes he's on the block okay
0: (laughs) a little bit of fab a couple of first rounders that guy could be yours yep all right i mean after i mean we'll talk about some trades but after last week who knows what might be coming from trades this week so oh boy let's bring us the last game of the week whoo yours truly hip hopopotamus versus the formerly undefeated Mm -hmm. and zone. CJ, tell me how great I was.
1: You were tremendous, (laughs) 141 to 139 with the big win. And look, Aaron Jones continues to be huge for you. Congratulations on that trade. Mike Williams does his usual bounce back after a crappy week last week and gets to 21. Um, end zone, only player Ruby to show up for end zone was Ken Walker with 28.8. Um, but at the end of the day, zero from his defensive line, you know, from Allen, that that was really the difference there. Getting a goose egg from any position is bad, but in, this week in a tight game, it hurts. So easy, tops the league though quarterback and wide receiver points um, as well as points off of waivers which doesn't surprise anybody big win for hip hop with both hip and easy at 5 and 1 in the division and splitting the series the division is still up for grabs there
2: yes it is and congratulations hip hop at 5 and 2 what an incredible run it's been you have more wins than uh, CJ and I combined (laughs) as far as podcast hosts (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> and what a turnaround! that's not cool
1: that's not cool at all
2: <laughs> the bad news for you is you do lose mike williams and yeah. the good news is that that should really increase deandre carter's touches and so uh you have in a way i don't you don't often see people handcuff the wide receiver position like that but uh hats off to you for it and uh yeah just a really big win i don't know uh if anyone thought, I know you predicted it a little bit on the podcast last week, that uh, this would be the week with Josh Allen and Diggs sitting, that that's an opportunity to at least get one L in the in the lost column for end zone, and you made it happen. So uh, congratulations. Obviously, end zone, We'll get back at it next week, and he'll be just fine.
0: Yeah. The, uh, the little, like, I've always been a – a slow adopter to the, uh, the old IDP, but defensive line was questionable coming into Thursday, picked up the best available free guy and gets me 12 points. And I needed (laughs) every single one. And I think easy put it in the slack that he said he should have picked up that defensive lineman instead of the guy that he had and things could have been different. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, I honestly had written it off because Montgomery, for three quarters of the game, had four points, and you just keep seeing that projection creep down, and creep down, uh, and creep down. Uh, Anna walks through the door, and I was like, "Oh, I'll just check the game."
1: Touchdown! W.
0: <laughs> touchdown! <laughs> touchdown!
1: <laughs> so, that such a—it's such a good feeling when you feel like your guys are letting you down and then they pull out that touchdown to seal the victory. Nothing feels better. And bud, this is your third close game, close win this year on Monday night.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. But the thing about it is I feel like this one was a uh, win or loss. I was already chalking this one up to a moral victory, just staying close and being competitive with an unbeaten champ from the past is uh, either way, I would have been fine with it. Cause I don't, I'm all, I feel like a lucky streak is uh, sometimes unlucky. So, but it was, yeah, super exciting, a lot of fun. So anyways, do we want to move into some uh, trade talk or we want to preview next week?
2: Well, actually looking at Enzo's team here, oh, yeah, I saw Darren Waller down there, didn't play again. And I know that that was a guy that, there was an auction uh, hosted by none other than Hack Attack. <laughs> or and then there were some hurt feelings and everything. And I guess that the moral of the story is when these trades go through, even all the experts on all the Slack channels, we have a this, lot of them throughout this league. We just don't know. Um, although they may seem super lopsided, we just don't know. So I guess I'd preface it with that. What do you have, CJ?
1: Yeah. I- look I, I think that we all we all have the ability to make our own decisions <laughs> and if somebody makes a bad decision which I probably can find one from every team that was just something dumb that you know that they've done or some trade or drop or I spend a bunch of fab bucks on somebody or whatever those are all bad decisions that you live with thinking you need it like we talk about the tony and gore trade tony just lost his running back his rookie his first like first overall pick in our league and he's looking for a running back now did gore bend him over a little bit sure he did did the ltc step in of course not you know it's just not and that's that's the way it goes sorry guys it's the way it goes
2: It's also not what the LTC is there for. I mean, that was a trade amongst two franchises that put a trade together. I think that we've discussed this ad nauseum almost, that the LTC is really put in place to watch out for collusion. (laughs) Do we think that this was a trade of collusion? I don't think that anyone can say with any certainty whatsoever that that is the case. So I think that's what the LTC is for. Um, You go back and look at some of the last... Actual blocks that the LTC has made, and it's been years. It couldn't have paid off any better for a pissed off Irish puddles. Exactly. You know. So.
1: And and it really screwed over Bud. Exactly. Because <laughs> Bud, if you would have gotten rid of um, Andrew Luck through that trade, you wouldn't have right. had him surprise you at the start of a season, right? <laughs> with the retirement. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm all, I look at the, I look at that sad, sad kneeling statue every morning when I get dressed and I remember and, the good days and the bad uh, days.
1: Yeah. Sorry, man. But listen, last thing I'll say about this trade is somebody makes an offer, a team accepts, that's it. I mean, what, what is the guy that makes the offer supposed to do? Be like, oh, never mind. Let me give you more or whatever. Like, who knows what the discussion was? I obviously wasn't there but I'm just saying like, if somebody makes an offer and somebody accepts it, you can't, once they accept it, you can't go back and say, well, let me give you more. I mean, why would you? Yeah.
0: That's yeah. It's, it's going to happen. And, you know, I, I feel like there were two summers where I felt like I, I didn't have an AJ Brown caliber type player, but you know, (laughs) just the, the excitement of the conversation and the trade and what it could be and, what he did last year and the upside for this guy and this guy, you know, sometimes it gets lost in, you know, how exciting the conversation is. And it's like for somebody that doesn't do a lot of trading, if you're being pursued, it's kind of fun. And you kind of say, well, I can do this for you. I know you need this. and You know, all I need back is this and a couple of these and throw on some fab and, you know, well, it'll be even Steven. It'll all come out in the wash. And, you know, if you don't, if you don't have a great sounding board or you don't, you don't have much experience at it, you know, it, there's a lot of pieces to the trade to look past just player to player.
2: My very last piece on this <laughs> is I know that if I would have made the same offer and he said yes, <laughs> th- then I wouldn't have thought that there was any issue with the trade whatsoever. And I don't think that there's anyone in the league that if they made the same offer and got the same player, and Tony said yes, would be upset about it. It's just all the ones that didn't do that. So um, I know that there's been some beneficiaries of some moves from that franchise in the past that didn't have any issues. Um, it just so happened to, to fall Gore's way this time. And uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. It was an
1: avalanche in Gore's favor, but... I Never don't disagree with that,
2: that. <laughs> whatsoever. I
1: don't. <laughs> let me state that as well. <laughs> everything
2: that he got me has said is absolutely accurate.
1: Everything that I said, everything that was put on Slack, I agree with a hundred percent. But that's not that has nothing to do with me. That's like,
2: damn it! I wish I would have asked for that guy.
1: Me too. I mean, now it's like gosh dang it! I wish I would have offered. I don't really know who I would, you know. I give them, I don't know, who do I you got have a, You have, my you my have
2: an injured you have an injured running back somewhere on there.
1: <laughs> Gotta have at least one. <laughs> <laughs> I would have given up any of my running backs for AJ Brown. <laughs> healthy or healthy or injured.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I give you two Russell Wilsons
1: and any running and any running back you want. <laughs> well let, and let that be a lesson to you. Like, listen, my whole my whole season was based on a trade with duck cowboy and it didn't work out like that happens they go one way or the other it just happens what are you gonna do
2: well sometimes it doesn't go one way or the other sometimes we both lose
0: (laughs) and and the three of us lose by passing off the number one quarterback in all of the nfl with Uh, Jalen. like we need to continue to get hurts
1: hurt me t-shirts so it's almost like, yeah, we do need to get those t-shirts and with gore bending us all over. Like that's because <laughs> ultimately he gets him for what a sixth rounder or something like mm. that. I mean, this is oh, this is sad.
2: So it's I more gore.
0: That's <laughs> oh man.
2: Yeah. I, so he's ah. hashtag no more gore. No more so, gore. So so
1: listen. So listen to this. So this is what this is what gore. So what it was a sixth rounder. And, and then he gave up another sixth-rounder and a third-rounder for Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown. What a bastard. Yeah. Smart, but
2: Yeah, we don't talk about kicking people out of the league. Let's kick him out of the league.
0: <laughs> Jerk. Not, not in the top three nicest guy in the league. So, I mean. Yeah, he deserves
1: Jack now.
0: Yep. You get no benefit of the
1: doubt. Jesus. No, all, in, in all seriousness, like good for Gore. Like he's a, uh, he's, you know, he's, he knows what he's doing. So good for him. Yeah,
0: make make me an offer. Like no, apparently no one is off the table for anybody. You know, you can't, <laughs> uh, hey, you want this guy? I've got this guy. How do we, you know, make Look, it
1: happen?
2: The reactions from everyone when Slum ended up with. Uh, the two players that I traded him. Javante and... and... And Debo. Oh, and, and Debo, yeah. And he can't buy a win. So people don't know. I mean, those are the two hottest names in fantasy football.
0: Yeah.
2: And he picks them up, and everyone thinks he's going to run away with the East. And he can't buy a win. It's it's fantasy freaking football. Leading yeah. the league in draft points, though. You don't want to forget that. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. He's got it. That's,
0: I got nothing. I got another, yeah. I like the point where it's like nobody likes it because it wasn't their trade. That's why everyone doesn't like because they didn't get it done.
1: Let me tell you how bad my team is.
0: Just okay, for a second. one just thing. Take, isn't it?
1: Just Let one me, last segment here. Last, <laughs> one last, one last <laughs> I'm going to put you on
0: the clock,
1: but let's hear about it. This is fast. It's just one thing. My fourth highest scoring player is Saquon Barkley, who I haven't had since week three. <laughs> oh yeah
2: that's
0: tough that is tough
2: that didn't take long
0: <laughs> didn't t- i was i was waiting for a whole roster lineup there there you just had one bullet i
1: love it yep that's it that's all i mean there's lots of other reasons my team sucks too but i'm just saying like that's just a great example of how bad my team is
0: hashtag, hashtag retool hashtag retool
1: good news is
2: is russ will be back next week from the injury hopefully we'll see where it goes from (laughs) well yeah i got
1: my fingers crossed you
0: got that wolverine blood transfer should be good guys starting
1: to get on my nerves (laughs) (laughs)
2: let's hide the let's hide shirt was funny
1: (laughs) it's hilarious
0: all right, well that uh, that about wraps it up for the uh, the week seven recap of the Battle of Willamette podcast tenth season. On behalf of the Diaz and the Zine, <laughs> CJ and Justin, we'll see you guys all next week. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh man.